The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those who loaded guns, those who take me. You've got to ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? What do you bunk? All those moments we lost. Pop Kernels, my name is uh, meddling kid Jordan Robinson. And zoinks, it's me, Heather. Uh, yeah, this is uh, bound to happen one day or another, but we're doing Scooby-Doo movies today. And I'm very Best fucking genre. excited. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite. Um, Some would say the only one that matters. <laughs> yeah, and if they don't say it, they're fucking losers. Uh, the gang. Hey, what did you like like okay so I was a bit of a late bloomer in terms of most things in my life like I didn't start liking sport until I was like what 11 12 something like that when kids have been like into it like since they're born so I missed the boat on that I've kind of caught up but I'm getting there um I uh I didn't like like I only found out about 9-11 like two weeks ago that's how much of a late bloomer I am. Uh, and in terms of Scooby-Doo, you, you can laugh at the 9-11 thing. No one died. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, uh, but in terms of Scooby-Doo, I was there from the start. I thought you were going to say you have never actually heard of Scooby-Doo. You were just <laughs> trying to stay on my good side. I am... Um, Possibly the world's biggest Scooby-Doo fan. I know there would be, um, uh, could be quite contentious me saying that, but I think it's true. I'm going to have to beg to differ. I know everything about Scoobert Dubert. Oh yeah? Well, we'll know when we go to the trivia round. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> should, uh, should we get into uh, the, the pitches? Um, yeah, pitch that spooky shit. Yeah, bro. Bro. Oh shit, you can't swear if it's Scooby-Doo. Oh yeah, we can. That's the I only mean, way you can make Scooby-Doo better, is if there was like more like kind of adult situations. No, not like oh. that. Heather. <laughs> Heather, please. Those I didn't say anything. <laughs> Those movies already exist. <laughs> it's not bestiality if it's animated. Oh, put that on my gravestone. Um... Uh, <laughs> here lies Jordan Robinson. <laughs> oh, good goodness. Right, let's get into this. Hello, it's me again. Oh, I've never given myself a name, but guess what my name is today? It's Jordan. Damn it. Hello. Hello, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I'm, I'm branching out. You know the way like, last week we did sci-fi movies? Uh, yeah. I don't know why it's not an Australian there. Um, I just wish I could stick to the one accent. It would be great. Uh, so <laughs> basically, I'm branching out into the world of uh, fan fiction, basically. 
All right? You with me? Nice. Are you here. aware of the Hanna-Barbera phenomenon phenomenon that is Scooby-Doo? I've heard rustlings. Right. Well, uh, I've written uh, a treatment for a movie that I've got in mind. And uh, j- I j- I'm just going to do it and you tell me what you think. Is that right? right? Yeah. So basically, so basically, it starts off in a museum, the scariest place to start off a movie. Because when you think about it, not at the museum, <laughs> Scooby Doo and the witches. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Why does it feel? No. My power. Um, but hey, I edit the podcast. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm going to look super smart. Um, so, me there. so basically, it starts off in a museum, right? And uh, there's that spooky goings on. Uh, and you don't really know what's happening. But, you know, the gang Freddy, Shaggy, Filma, Daphne, Scoob. The fucking, the, the canonical five, as I like to call them, instead of the Jack the Ripper victims being the uh, canonical five. Um, yeah, we went dark uh, real quick. Uh, so basically, in the movie, uh, uh, <laughs> they uh, they capture the this ghost, or this ghoul, or uh, this, I don't know, homunculus-type guy um, who is trying to scare people away from the museum for some reason that will become evident in several seconds. Uh, so they catch this guy and it turns out it's only the bloody professor. Dun, dun, dun. Luda funk it. Uh, and basically there is a guy that's there that uh, is, I would say starting off is one of the protagonists of the film, but we'll see how it ends. It may be different, not giving it away. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, and his name is, uh, is it Ben Ravencroft? I'm pretty sure it's Ben. Yeah, Ben Ravencroft. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I, oh, I assume he looks like a Ben. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, they have a look about them. <laughs> Big old Benjamin. Um, so, uh, he then, uh, so Velma's there, uh, but she's like, you know, a big nerd and whatever. Uh, she starts, like, uh, having this, like, uh, what do you call it? Like a, a big fancy session with Ben Wavencroft just because he's a writer. Like um, a dinner? No, no, That's no. It's a like, fancy session. A fancy session where you go, oh, I really fucking fancy you. And oh, uh, oh, so you mean a crush on it? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, having if, a fancy session. I mean, like if if you want to go with the layman's term, yeah, you could say crush. But uh, I keep it, keep it open to every education level on this podcast but me you don't need to agree to listen to these pitches okay uh, uh so she's like uh and, and they the whole gang get invited to go to this place uh which is in massachusetts i think i forget the name of the place what is it witch hazel or something or oh, Haven. Ah, oh, how I bloody forget. I wrote it down in my fucking notes. 
Look at that. So um, they visit this place called Oak Haven. And the past six months, um, business has been booming uh, simply because uh, there is like um, this like kind of famous witch that uh, keeps coming up uh, and scaring loads of people. You with me? Yeah, you with me? Uh, and basically the gang hear this and they go like, mate, that's fucking load of bullshit, innit? That, that can't be real. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Daphne that says it in this exact accent. Uh, and she, <laughs> hey, it's feminism. It, that, the, these are the seeds of feminism. Um, uh, and basically throughout the whole movie, uh, it kind of is Velma going like, oh, I wish you bloody love me, Ben Ravencroft. Uh, and Ben Ravencroft. <laughs> I just need to find this book. That's all I care about. I'm not trying to crush push. Um, <laughs> actual quote from the movie. I'm not here to crush puss. I just want a fucking book. Um, and uh, so he gets the book that they found buried underneath a tree, which is like a big fancy tree, because uh, we think that the witch's ghost is actually a wicker, which is like, it, it, it's like, a, when. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of people that you find their parents leaving them off to go to the front of city hall. They're the wickeds. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I know what you mean. It may sound like I'm taking the piss out of them, but oh my God, did I want to join that fan group when I was younger? But like none you of my friends like me, hung out like there. in a really cool way. I was like, yeah. they might murder me and it'll be great. Dangerous. Ooh. I want some stripy socks too. <laughs> I want to go to the black parade. Um, <laughs> if only I could master eyeliner. <laughs> um, so basically, when he gets this book, he summons uh, the uh, the actual ghost, which she does. She's not even a fucking wicker mate. She is like a proper ghost, like witchy ghost, and hence the name of that I'm thinking about giving this movie that I almost said again. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, uh, when Ben Ravencroft uh, uh, releases her from the book that she's kept in, uh, it, he, it just fucking shit hits the fan. There's a big turkey that um, Scoobert Dubert is kind of like, afraid of, I guess. Uh, uh, and then it just it wraps up in an hour, six minutes, and they're going like, oh, I can't wait to like, solve this mystery. I think it's like a projector or something that they've got that is uh, doing all this mischief. But it turns out there's no explanation. Dun dun. And it turns what? out, yeah, there's no explanation. It's magic. Hour six minutes. Thank you very much. Straight to DVD. Now, Heather, would you like to hazard a guess of what my Scooby Doo <gasps> movie was? Scooby Doo, I'm a witch's ghost. It is literally one of my favorite movies. And uh, you didn't put in I, the grand finale is the best song of all time. I, I left that out specifically because I want to do a standalone episode about the Hex Girls. Yeah. I'm not joking. You see that uh, screenshot of the t-shirt? I genuinely bought that. <laughs> I'm so proud. I've never been more proud of a purchase in my life. <laughs> and I bought a t-shirt that says King of 1999 with a picture of Brendan Fraser on it. 
so yes, yes, my movie was Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost. <sighs> I um, love that film so much. So good. I mean, like, genuinely, like... I forgot, uh, I don't know why, I like, the big turkey, every time it comes up, I'm like, oh! <laughs> gobble, gobble! It's um, so good! And uh, Ben Ravencroft, uh, what a name. What a name. Spooky, big goth boy. Yeah, yeah um, oh, would you say goth boy? He's got, he's got, like... He's um, kind of a soft boy. Like yeah, you oh, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. find him on soft boy beam me up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he 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 also seems to be like the type of person that was only interested in HP Lovecraft when he found out he was racist. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably not even his real name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's probably like Ben. Like, do you remember that really old ben. YouTube video of the two emo teams being like, my name is Raven, <laughs> and they've got like <laughs> like eyeliner like a raccoon and they're just like <laughs> i am trash rat yes <laughs> oh. i bathe in blood and my parents are dead because i killed them um is this a confession or are you doing a bit um what did it sound more like touche <laughs> that'll hold You'll up never... in every single court um <laughs> Right, let's hear your pitch. I'm excited. Let me go. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just. Do you know what? I've got a pitch for you, Mister. Let's hear it. You've heard a scuba dubit. You've heard a scuba dubit and the witch's ghoul. You've heard of the rest of the canon. Well, I've got one for you, Mister Hannah and or Mister Barbera or Mrs. Barbera. You do you want to blink sometime soon? <laughs> You're staring at me. <laughs> I was trying to put you off the whole time there. Uh, yes, please continue. So there's this gang of meddling kids, some would say, Ooh. but they're just trying to be helpful. <laughs> and they keep going around and they keep finding ghosts and ghouls and creepy little things and they're always unmasking them and they're going, ah, another fake ghoul, ghost or creepy thing. And then they split up for a bit because they're going, oh, I wish there were real ghouls. This is so boring. And Daphne, she's all, I'm a girl boss. I'm going to start the, doing a documentary series myself where I try to find a real ghost. A real ghost. A real, a real ghost. <laughs> Is that like the ghost of a goose? I'll tell you something. I've never trusted a goose. <laughs> Not one that I've met, <laughs> met twice anyway. <laughs> a ghost, a ghoul, a goblin, anything. She'll take it. <laughs> okay. I'm on board. So she's... She's zooming and zipping around, but meanwhile, uh, our favorite shenanigans, shenanigans, the dream team duo, Shaggy and Scoob, they're working as a sniffer dog and trainer at the airport, <laughs> looking for contraband food, and they eat it all, because of course they do, they make a big sandwich, Scooby sucks out all the filling, leaves Shaggy with the baps, and he goes, oh, that wasn't as filling as I thought it would be. It's a throwaway scene, but by God, it's chef's kiss. Fred is Daphne's cameraman, by the way, because he's a simp for a girl boss. We love him. He loves to see a feminist win. Meanwhile, oh. Velma, she works at a bookshop that she called Mystery Inc. because she just can't let go of her glory days. <laughs> but anyway... It's coming up to the big girl Daphne's birthday. It doesn't say what age she is. I assume 40. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
And uh, so Fred gets the gang back together, puts them in the back of the van and goes, oh, you should open the van, Daphne. There might be a cake in here. But it's not a cake, it's a friend's. What's a birthday without a cake, Fred? But anyway, they, they go to a, a market and Daphne's all complaining about, oh, I wish I could see a real ghost or a ghoul. And a random lady from the bayou comes over and goes, excuse me, I know where you can get some ghost, ghouls, goblin, or geese. Moonscar Island, baby, come on, let's go. And for some reason they go, do you know what? This random lady from the bayou, fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? We see a real goose. So they get on a boat, all of them, and they go, and Velma's all, for some reason, they have a computer in the back of the van, and she goes, I looked up this island on our research bank, which I don't know, do they have the internet? Was this before? Does Al Gore exist in the Scooby-Doo <laughs> universe? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> so they make it to Moonscar Island, and immediately something seems off, mostly because Fred is flirting with this bayou lady, and Daphne's going, hey, I can see you, Mr. <laughs> Eyes over here. <laughs> and then she sees the gardener and he's all, oh, Google Eyes over you. And she goes, oh, he's a surly man. <laughs> he must be a suspect down the line because he's too, he's too angry for someone who works with plants. <laughs> and there's cats everywhere. <laughs> so many felines and Scooby goes, I caramba, but you know what? It's I'm going to eat every cat that there is for some reason. I've been so placid and calm my rest of my career, but these cats are the final straw. I'm going on a spree. But he doesn't. He knocks over the owner of the mansion, whose name forgets me. Let's call her Claire. Her name forgets me? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Did I stutter? <laughs> so they go into the kitchen. <gasps> For some reason on this island, there's a pepper plantation. The plantation pod really sets off alarm bells because these people are either racists or something spooky like that. No geese, but there could be hard R's down the line. And so they're eating all this uh, gumbo with these peppers. And then all of a sudden, Velma starts floating in the air and going, oh my, I'm floating in the air. There's got to be a tripwire here somewhere. And they go, there's not. There's not. And Freddy's all filming, filming, filming. And then she falls down. And then everyone else goes out of the room because they're doing a tour of the house. And Velma, for some reason, thinks it's okay <laughs> to start scraping off the paint on the kitchen wall in this house <laughs> she's been in for two minutes. <laughs> And she sees a big plaque that says Moonscar on it. And wouldn't you know it, every, everyone in that house is pissed. They come in and go, what the fuck did you do to my kitchen wall? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was Laura Ashley wallpaper, you bitch. <laughs> and then it's explained that conveniently, the island was named after Captain Moonscar, who was a big old pirate. And the house is made out of his ship. Hmm. convenient perhaps as pirate ghosts or geese we don't know Ooh. but anyway then some other stuff happens like uh, there's a ghost in the mirror in Scooby's room and they're all oh my god and wouldn't you know that mirror belonged to Mr. Moonscar himself uh, I was about to so say they that. split up and look for clues around the island it's starting to become a spooky moonlit evening and all of a sudden, 
Zombies come out of the floor! Motherfucking zombies! And Fred is all, hey, betcha this is just the fucking boat keeper or something. The guy who drove us over here on the boat tries to rip off his face and the whole head comes off. It's a real fucking zombie. <laughs> it's a real zombie. And Daphne's going, this is just what I wanted. This is just what I needed. And then Fred trips over a thing and drops the camera into some quicksand. That bitch is Heck. fired. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> he is without a career. His prospects are kaput. It's a- so they're running... Is there normally quicksand in the bayou? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there because there's zombies. <laughs> <laughs> smart, smart. Okay. I, I'm not I'm not an idiot. I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> I love pepper gumbo, but I like my life more. So they're running away from the zombies. By this point, Scooby and Shaggy have found the zombies too, and we know they're they're running. They're running so much. I, I don't really believe it, to be fair. They don't look like they train. <laughs> but uh, then they run into a cave and they find little waxwork figures of Fred, Daphne, and Velma. <gasps> and they've got little little neckerchiefs on, little neckerchiefs. And they start picking them up. And then we cut to, that, to, cut to those guys. And when they're getting picked up, they float in real life. Voodoo. Ooh-hoo. Candle voodoo. Foo-hoo. They may or may not be scented. <laughs> I do not know. Scooby Foodoo. Haha. <laughs> That's the perfect name for this loads, picture. There's loads of bats. So they start flying out and they go, ah, fuck, we gotta run away from these bats. They might get caught in our hair or something. Scooby's mostly hair, so I guess that's his fear. And then. They explain this to the two people, Claire and the Bayou Lady. Let's give her a name. Uh, Bayou Lady. And then they hear them screaming. The groundskeeper's all surly, burly, and he's with the gang. So we know it's not him, but we're still like, why are you so angry for, Mr. Fuerontio? So this goes on for a bit. This goes on for a bit. And then Claire (laughs) traps the guys in this little cave. And wouldn't you know it? She's a bad guy. She picks up the little waxwork figures and she wraps them up in twine so the guys, they can't move. And she has one for the groundskeeper. He was innocent the whole time. He's not bad. He was just a bit of a joke. <laughs> and then it turns out for some reason, <laughs> Claire and the Bayou lady are actually cats. <laughs> so, so the zombies, there's where cats, the zombies are actually helping Shaggy and Scooby get away. And for some reason as well, there's a really grumpy fisherman who's, for, the whole way through, we think he's a villain, but he just wants to catch a big catfish from the from the bayou, you know? Who doesn't? So while all this is going on, then the where cats start explaining things. They were actually pioneers who came to the island during the Civil War. I don't really know history, so this bit doesn't make that much sense. We'll work it out. Thank you for your service. And then the pirates came, killed everybody else, and they prayed to their cat god to put a curse on the pirates. Okay. But they cursed themselves, so every harvest moon they have to suck the life force from people that they trick onto the island. Very horny, I like it. Very horny indeed. Very horny. And then Scooby and Shaggy come in and they're all whoop-de-doop, whoop, and then shenanigans ensue 
Mm -hmm. And long story short, the Wildcats don't get away with it. Hey, nice. The fisherman almost catches the big catfish, but Scooby-Doo, he's late to get on the boat because he's collecting these really hot peppers, and he... (laughs) accidentally springboards himself into the net and the catfish gets away and oh how we all laugh (laughs) and then the credits roll while the theme song plays as performed by third eye blind (laughs) Uh, unseen i uh number one cannot wait uh to finance this movie um Uh, but also, it is uh, Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. It is one of the greatest films ever made. It's so fucking good. So good. The have soundtrack you se- slaps. Have, have you seen the re- or the sequel? I haven't. Don't. It ruins. Oh, it is ruins. It, it ruins it. Is it the same island? Yes. Oh, but it's all bad. a reality TV show. I have seen that. Yeah, no, it's it's just shit. You know? I've seen that. Right, uh, it's blocked out of my life forever, but it's I'm, okay. I'm not joking. I think that was probably one of my favorite pitch sessions we've done. <laughs> not pitches, pitch sessions. Sh- sh- pitch sessions. <laughs> uh, let's get into some trivia, shall we? Let's get into some trivia. Uh, uh, you know, what's that song? Uh, yeah, so you know the way Madonna does that song? It goes like, physical, physical, I'm on it. It's not Madonna, is it? Is it? Is it? I, I, think I don't it know. Is. I thought you were going to do... Um... Material Girl. We are living in a trivia world. <laughs> I am a trivia girl. That is much better than what I was going with. In a trivia world. Trivia. I'll get on it. Uh, I'll secure the rights so we can use um, uh, Yeah, no. So, okay. So, long-term Scooby-Doo fan. Uh, Tim Curry uh, was the voice of Ben Ravencroft in the film. And he has been on record as saying he considers Dreadful Darkness, Hear My Cry, Bring Back One Who Cannot Die, to be... His favorite line through his career, as he believes this was an inside joke referring to Scooby-Doo, who entered the scene after the line was said. I like that. That that would be my favorite, too. Isn't that beautiful? That would actually edge out for me, you know, the Home Alone 2. I love you. I've never seen Home Alone 2. Save it for the Christmas movies. Love to... Sign off in the comments if you enjoy my reference, listeners. Because <laughs> this piece of shit didn't. <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, let me see. I didn't save this one. This is just like a little bonus bit of trivia, which I just like. I, I, Mark Hamill's great, and he plays the surly fisherman, and it makes me so happy every oh, time. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Yeah, I, like, I probably just, yeah. did know, but forgot about it. That's cool. It's one of those ones. I just like it whenever random large names large names big names stars do voice active in things like scooby-doo Death. <laughs> um yeah this is the first time scooby-doo shows any aggression towards another animal in all previous series and films he's kind and friendly towards not only cats but others other other species of animals such as mice gophers chicks etc 
Scooby-Doo respects chicks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, so so, <laughs> uh, I also have a bit of information about uh, the gang at large. Uh, this film marks the only time the mystery gang, it's not their name, but anyway, um, <laughs> Mystery Incorporated uh, hates being called meddling kids. Uh, that was the last straw for them. Yeah, they were like, fucking one more time. Said to my face again, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> the disrespect and... on these streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll catch these fists, motherfucker. Um... Fuck around and find out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, they were like, what? And then uh, like fucking Velma's like, did I stutter, bitch? Um, uh, this film is dedicated to Don Messick, who was the original voice of Scoobert Dubert. And I think that's really nice. That is really nice. Is that, is that true? It's true. Scooby's dead. <laughs> He's been replaced multiple times throughout the show. <laughs> okay. Um, we do be dead, bitch. <laughs> what? No, take that back. You don't mean it. Those were nasty words. You get it? Because it's like Scooby Dooby. He do be dead sometimes. <laughs> take oh. that back. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll take it back. Um. So. This is a twofer um, because I meant to do this with the last one, but uh, this movie yeah. marks the first time uh, Scooby-Doo shows a dislike toward Bones. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah. The growth? Look at him. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> and that's on being your authentic self. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then also, um, Sarah Ravencroft... Uh, the appearance and uh, template uh, were based on iconic Disney villainess Cruella de Vil. Look at that. I did like that little fact. Let me see. Ooh, out of all of the direct-to-video movies, this is arguably the darkest and most frightening out of all of them. The others were toned down at the request of the studio. Also, this is the only film where characters are actively killed. Three are killed on screen, dozens off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> dozens. <laughs> it's a regular old massacre. Um. Yoinks. Um, so... Uh... <laughs> Let's see which one I am going to use next. Um, uh, the Hex Girls' appearances will be drastically toned down when they return in Scooby-Doo and the Legend of the Vampire and watch new Scooby-Doo, The Vampire Strikes Back, respectively, um, because they were too goddamn sexy. Yeah, they were like, we can't, have, we can't be the reason for a generation of horny kids. <laughs> and they were. Um, My God. Look at that. Um, I blame them for the way, for me being the way I am. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, 100%. Like, that's why I'm going to call my first been. child Luna. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, right? No, hey, <laughs> you made that weird. Because Thorn was always the pretty. Um, Billy Ray Silas, Cyrus sings the Scooby-Doo Where Are You theme song in the museum chase scene. Oh, of course he does. What a what a man! What a man! 
I thought you were about to say let down there. I was like, what? I could never be let down by Billy Rice Cyrus. Unless he was the guy, like say you were abseiling and he was the guy securing the line that you're holding uh, and you're like going to, and he lets you down, but in a positive way. I don't like the implication. (laughs) I'm not going to respond. (laughs) That I'll do anything for charity. Um, (laughs) I have one more piece of trivia. Okay. Because this just made me, I was like reading it and I was like, this is a, are you, it just says notably Fred is seen eating and drinking like a normal human being, probably more than he's ever eaten in the in almost 33 year history of the series. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's a thing. Um, I picked up on that as well, but it's weird that other people did as well, you know? Um, so um, there is a distinct, um, let's see, I just moved. Yeah, Mayor Corey uh, is visually based on Mayor Vaughn, another fictional New England mayor from the 1975 film Jaws. Uh, both mayors for, uh, uh, share very similar stories of caring about tourist dollars to the point of being minor villains. Minor villains? And that is the name of my screenplay, Minor Villains. Um, yeah, that's that's me done for trivia. I have trivia that's not actually, it's about Scooby-Doo canon. Okay. And it's the fucking family tree. Oh shit, son. <laughs> right. So I have brought up the Scooby-Doo family tree multiple times in my life. So much so that a guy that I work with came in one day and said, here, Heather, have you seen the, the advert for that new Scoob movie? I saw it, it made me think of you. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> so this is, right, so I'll post it on the Instagram. It's like a little actual chart. Um, start the top of it is Yankee Doodle Doo, who then has a line down him to great grandpa Ezekiel Doo which then goes down to Grandad do. So there's a little caveat beside them that Mm -hmm. indicates that possibly through asexual reproduction. (laughs) 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 But anyway, yeah, there's a notable lack of women in this family tree. Um, So Grandad do is the father of Dada do and Horton hears a do, who is a (laughs) ear doctor dog. So Horton Hears a Do is father to Dixie Do and Whoopsie Do. <laughs> who is Scooby- they're both Scooby Doo's cousins. Mm-hmm. So Dada Do marries Momsy Bouvier Onassis Do. makes me think that JFK's assassination really fucked up someone at Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> oh. oh, so those are Scooby-Doo's parents. Scooby-Doo's siblings are Yabba-Doo, Howdy-Doo, Skippy-Doo, and Ruby-Doo. <laughs> so this lists Ruby-Doo as Scrappy-Doo's mother. Oh, shit. The so. listing for Scrappy-Doo's father <laughs> is, I don't know, probably some obnoxious jerk dog. <laughs> And then there is another caveat (laughs) called Cousins of Unknown Origin. (laughs) Oh, God. Which is Scooby Dumb and Doobie. Now, I don't know if you can see this, but Doobie is a mixture of Elvis and Prince. (laughs) He was also roadie. 
He was also Rudy, uh, Rudy for the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> so actually, I'm going to have to disappear for two seconds because my cat has managed to get her head into a plastic bag. That is excellent. Lucy. Actually die. Can confirm the cat has not suffocated. Hmm. Keep trying. No? Yeah, that is, is a comprehensive overview of the Scooby Doo family tree. You're welcome. Oh, that's fucking excellent. Um, that might actually have to be a post on Instagram rather than just a story. Uh, let's uh, let's get into Letterbox reviews and wrap this doggy up. Let's scoop that poop. <laughs> it's a better. It's a better analogy, um, considering the uh, content of what we're talking about today. Um, Okay, uh, review, four and a half stars. Uh, Earth, wind, fire, and air. We may look bad, but we don't care. We ride the wind and we feel the fire. To love the earth is our one desire. I fucking love the Hex Girls. Be right back. Going to download their song right now. (laughs) Excellent. What is it about the Scooby-Doo, straight to DVD movies, that the soundtrack's all fucking slap? Hey man, Hollywood. Did the fucking half the soundtrack for Scooby Doo on Zombie Island? They managed to get half the songs to sound like the fucking Offspring. What the fuck? Hey, it's a skill. It's a talent. Peppa Pig could never. (laughs) It's uh, it's it's just uh, it's quality. You know what I mean? What? I'll tell you what. Uh, (laughs) five stars better than titanic should have won the academy award biggest snub of 1998 correct um bro (laughs) this comes in a five star from noah uh once shaggy got over his fear of the hex girls the four of them just all sat around and talked about their experiences being trans Hmm. i don't i don't get it but it's really it's got loads of likes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you people pleaser <laughs> i mean like i don't know um <laughs> very strange in fact no i'm going i'm going to do another one um nostalgia five out of five does the plot make sense doesn't matter jokes you betcha does scooby show off his special skills four out of five doesn't make sense uh music and original songs seventy-five thousand six hundred twenty-three million out of five that's accurate as fuck and to be honest, it's probably a bigger ratio if you scale it up for inflation. Probably, I don't know yeah. Sure if percentages <laughs> exactly. work the same way as currency, but <laughs> let's presume they do. Hey, uh, you know, um, um, it was before 9-11 as well. I don't know if that, how that, how that uh, makes... This is actually, difference. this is an aside. I just remembered this. There's a really funny bit that I loved in Zombie Island where they explain why Scooby and Shaggy are always so hungry. <laughs> And they're like, oh, all that running, you must be really hungry. They go, no, but constantly being in such a state of terror really works up an appetite. (laughs) And that made me laugh a lot. So do you reckon people who have like some fear or anxiety disorders are just always hungry? (laughs) I think so. Hey, I mean, like, 
get the boys in the lab to like sort it out. Oh man, I tell you what, I'd stop taking citalopram if it means just once I can have one of those mega stack sandwiches and live to tell the tale. I mean, like I would, I would ideally like to keep uh, on with uh, sertraline, um, and uh, sertraline, <laughs> sertraline for the way we live fear. today. <laughs> my biggest fear about those super stack sandwiches is i would try to do it i would get it and then i would forget to take the wee cocktail stick out of the middle and just like <laughs> impale yourself with the, the cocktail stick nice and that's how that's how i know i'm gonna die i say i know i went to a palm reader once and they said oh that is um, like have you ever seen the movie scooby slide <laughs> up the middle <laughs> <laughs> and the kids impaling by a sandwich stick um <laughs> this doesn't this this is the review that doesn't have a rating okay there's no rating there's no hearts it's just straight cold facts hmm if the sexy werecat girlies were only killing pirates and confederate soldiers then they weren't really doing anything wrong <laughs> Methinks these allies did not deserve death at the hands of these meddling kids how devastating it is to realize our heroes, aka four horny teens and their talking dog, make mistakes. A side note, not trying to act like pirates and confederate soldiers are the same level of evil. At least pirates <laughs> have literal and figurative swag. <laughs> Pretend people still say swag. <laughs> um, the, 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 this is a, a guy called Imperial Abu uh, and he goes like the hex girls are my hall pass if I ever get into a relationship uh, I mean fair. Uh, as, fair as long as the like you go in knowing that uh, those are those are the bricks toots I'm the bricks oh fuck and what a brick hey um, <laughs> four stars rewatch before this film nobody knew what a plot to plot twist was it's a little known fact that scooby-doo on zombie island actually invented the narrative device known today as the plot twist <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sh show me the evidence on the contrary huh there isn't any actually exactly exactly <laughs> cinema hasn't been the same since <laughs> Um, this uh, comes from a man, uh, I, 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 I'm not trying to assume his gender, but uh, called uh, Uriah Lansdale. And to be honest, Uriah, what did you I, call me? I already fucking hate him. Um, so uh, he starts off, it's a three and a half stars, which, you know, isn't great, isn't awful. Um, my least favorite of the original directed video quadrilogy, but solid. The Hex Girls are cool and are the only real good thing about this movie. They're cool? Uriah? Why do you nag them? Uriah? No one cares about your opinion. Get him, Jordan! <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'm back gigging now, I'm in like full roast mode. So like if anybody says anything to me, I will try and take them down in the most harsh and funny manner possible. You will literally possible. rip their face off <laughs> there into was... the Scooby-Doo reveal. <laughs> there was, uh, I'll tell this a quick story. Uh, there, I was doing Van Bridge on Friday night and there was a, uh, a group, uh, like this table, um, it's like fucking five or six girls all at it. And they were 10 out of 10 blitzed even before I went on and I was opening. Oh, shit. Uh, like two minutes into the set, they start literally sending voice notes during my set. Like the proper holding, talking like that. And I was like, ladies, you've had a year and a half to be a cunt. Now it's my turn. And two of them didn't come back for Mickey's set. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, bros, fuck off. No, not all the bros. We need them. <laughs> Wait, no, not bros at all. But this is a bro podcast now, all right? Exactly. No voice note bitches. Um, <laughs> I like it because it's also the only way we communicate as well. I <laughs> Yes, ignore the fact that this whole podcast is just a big old chunker of a voice note. Um. <laughs> oh, excellent. excellent. This excellent. is, I have one more after this, uh-huh. purely because the last one I was like, that's actually very funny. Um, this is five stars. Just a PSA for anyone who wants to know. This whole thing is on YouTube in 16 parts in case you want to watch the best movie of 1998 <laughs> in the most true 2005 way. <laughs> excellent um uh there i'll finish up with this one um there's this guy called uh jack robinson jack robinson it it could be robinson but he spelt it incorrectly if it is um he goes like my love uh for this is hard to put into words oh yeah the hex girls are so hot especially thorn and then several drooly emojis a peach butt emoji and an eggplant emoji See, that's taking it too far. Yeah, like, you dude, can be horny on. on main, but a butt emoji? Yeah, sir. Please. Sir, this is a... Chilies. <laughs> Perfect place to end it. Um, plug um, your, plug no, your I have plugs. one more. I have one more. I have one more. No, I said plug your plugs. You can't do... Please, you... <laughs> I'm going to yeah. plug this review. Um, <laughs> it was the only negative review that I could find. Oh, and it's a half star that just says more like Scooby-Doo on Cat People Island. <laughs> and it's not even that negative. I don't appreciate it. Someone's just picking. <laughs> Somebody's just nitpicking. Um, Someone's just trying to shit talk a national treasure. <laughs> uh, right. Let, let's do this. Plug, 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 uh, yes, uh, my name is Jordan Robinson. Um, uh, I uh, also do a podcast with Darren Matthews called Injury Time. We're back after a slight sabbatical of um, me arranging a celebrity guest on the podcast to later ghost him uh, and wonder why he wasn't texting me back. But I realized that I was like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. And then he just read it and didn't say anything. So, whoops. Um Uh-oh, there's that. Um, There's that. Um, I am also uh, back gigging. Uh, I I do that quite a lot. Uh, I'm going to read out all my gigs. Is is that okay, Heather? Is that okay? I mean, way to brag, but you can be. Uh, Okay, so uh, I'm doing tour support for Mickey Bartlett in Banbridge, Warren Point, Castle Derrick, Ballygolly, Tomb Bridge. Uh, I'm also doing support for Shane and Dave at the Limelight. And then also Shane at uh, Castle Derrick, Todd's Leap, Murray. Castle Derg again, uh, Bambridge, Portrush, and Newton Abbey. And then this Wednesday, I'm in the Hatfield House in Belfast. And then Thursday, I'm also in Derry in the Brickwork. Thank you very much. I've been Jordan Robinson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm very, very busy this week. I'm weather. exhausted after dancing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it feels so good to be back. You can probably tell I'm slightly more chipper than I have been in the depressing times. Yeah, um, you've actually um, been like a human person. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. It's great to see. You have a light in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till that one day. <laughs> glow of a man with a purpose. 
and I'm also on Instagram at Jordan Robinson Comedy. Please get me to a thousand before Christmas. I'd really like that, please. And I think I deserve it. Nice. It would be nice. Wouldn't it be nice to have a thousand Instagram followers before Christmas? Thank you. Uh, it itself. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Easy. That's good satire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am at Bad Tweet Girl on everything. I have another podcast where I also sing a lot, and it mostly gets edited out. But eventually, I'm just gonna post all that on um, all that cutting room floor stuff, and ooh, it'll be a treat for the eyes. Ooh, uh, Stupid Taxi Pod about the Simpsons with friend of the pod Alan Irwin. I have no gigs unless. Uh, you want to send me a voice note and I'll send you one back. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Get me a gig as, a, as, a, as an audience bitch. Um, uh, yeah, th- things are starting to pick back up. So we'll be gigging loads. Hopefully the pub will be open soon because I don't know oh. what to do with Mondays. I go to the cinema now, yeah. which I is nice. I swimming today. <laughs> um. It's a cry for help. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's, a, it's the most like a uh, lackluster suicide attempt I've ever done. I brought a swimsuit. <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, perfect. Uh, what are we doing next week? Was it my turn to choose? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, technically, yes. Although you did pick Scooby-Doo movies, but I picked animated movies and then we upgraded well, to Scooby-Doo. Well, you choose then because yeah. I made you compromise. Okay. So I have to choose yes okay more scooby-doo movies then <laughs> yeah live yeah, action but... scooby-doo movies <laughs> La- okay yeah we'll do live action you've got three to pick from um <laughs> uh yeah so while heather dies uh uh i've been jordan robinson uh and i have also been heather anderson i am the same person it's just one person talking right now this podcast is done by myself nobody else I do both voices. I do all four voices that are in this podcast. <laughs> uh, see you guys next week with more Scooby-Doo action. I'm so excited. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, boy.